Book 6 Containing the interval of about one month From the great extremity to which the Jews were reduced To the taking of Jerusalem by Titus Chapter 90 That the miseries still grew worse And how the Romans made an assault upon the Tower of Antonia Thus did the miseries of Jerusalem grow worse and worse every day, and the seditious were still more irritated by the calamities they were under, even while the famine preyed upon themselves, after it had preyed upon the people. And indeed the multitude of carcasses that lay in heaps, one upon another, was a horrible sight, and produced a pestilential stench, which was a hindrance to those that would make sallies out of the city and fight the enemy. But as those were to go in battle array who had been already used to ten thousand murders and must tread upon those dead bodies as they marched along, so they were not terrified, nor did they pity men as they marched over them, nor did they deem this affront offered to the deceased to be any ill omen to themselves. But as they had their right hands already polluted with the murders of their own countrymen, and in that condition ran out to fight with foreigners, they seem to me to have cast a reproach upon God himself, as if he were too slow in punishing them. For the war was not now gone on with as if they had any hope of victory, for they gloried after a brutish manner in that despair of deliverance they were already in. And now the Romans, although they were greatly distressed in getting together their materials, raised their causeways in one and twenty days, after they had cut down all the trees that were in the country that adjoined the city, and that for ninety furlongs round about, as I have already related. And truly the very view itself of the country was a melancholy thing, for those places which were before adorned with trees and pleasant gardens— were now become a desolate country every way, and its trees were all cut down. Nor could any foreigner that had formerly seen Judea and the most beautiful suburbs of the city, and now saw it as a desert, but lament and mourn sadly at so great a change. For the war had laid all the signs of beauty quite waste, nor if any one that had known the place before had come on a sudden to it now, would he have known it again." But though he were at the city itself, yet would he have inquired for it notwithstanding. But now that the causeways were finished, they afforded a foundation for fear both to the Romans and to the Jews, for the Jews expected that the city would be taken unless they could burn those causeways, as did the Romans expect that if these were once burnt down, they should never be able to take it, for there was a mighty scarcity of materials, and the bodies of the soldiers began to fail with such hard labors, as did their souls faint with so many instances of ill success. Nay, the very calamities themselves that were in the city proved a greater discouragement to the Romans than those within the city, for they found the fighting men of the Jews to be not at all mollified among such sore afflictions, while they had themselves perpetually less and less hopes of success, and their causeways were forced to yield to the stratagems of the enemy, their engines to the firmness of their wall, and their closest fights to the boldness of their attack. And what was their greatest discouragement of all, they found the Jews' courageous souls to be superior to the multitude of the miseries they were under by their sedition, their famine, and the war itself. 
insomuch that they were ready to imagine that the violence of their attacks was invincible, and that the alacrity they showed would not be discouraged by their calamities. For what would not those be able to bear if they should be fortunate who turned their very misfortunes to the improvement of their valour? These considerations made the Romans keep a stronger guard about their causeways than they formerly had done.